Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Raider Report. My name is Holly, and I'm the social media manager for the Wright State Guardian. This week, I am joined by Noah Kindig, our sports reporter. Hey, Holly. Feeling and good? Yeah? Yeah, feeling good. And Emily Mancuso, our Wright Life editor. Hello. How are you guys doing today? Oh, I already said I'm feeling good. Yeah, you did. Emily? Tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. Um, today is an exciting day for the Guardian, in case um, any of you missed it on all of our social media platforms. Uh, the launch of our new issue of Flight Magazine went out today. Yeah. Um, and it's very exciting. It was actually really good. I read through it last night. Um, it looks really good. All of the stories are amazing. All of our writers, uh, photographers, graphic designers, they did an amazing job. So if you haven't seen that yet, I highly, 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 highly recommend you go t- check it out because it is really, really good. Yeah. Like um, a lot of things are covered in that, like international students, student burnout, the Gem City Market, so a lot of uh, professor statements and retrenchment stuff, and it's really good. Yeah, and it's a really busy week for uh, us here at the Guardian because we have the Flight Magazine going out. We have a NCAA tournament game for our sports section, uh, which I'm very excited about. There's a lot of stuff going on, and a lot of people are very busy. I, yep. I, I we just saw Kenzie and Dylan running through the halls as we were yep. getting ready to go, so they're busy. But <laughs> it's, it's it's a fun busy, I think, for now. Maybe give us a few more weeks, and maybe it won't be so fun. But yeah, as of right now, it's a fun busy. We also we also have college media college media madness yeah. starting this college week as madness. well, along with the March Madness kind of basketball thing that's going on as yeah. well. Yeah. Um. So just to start off today's conversation, this is kind of going to lead into a segment later that we're going to do. But do you guys use social media? And if you do, what is your preferred or your favorite social media site to use? In my free time, I don't really scroll. Th- I generally use like YouTube, or I, I find a show that I like, or I play video games. Um. But when I do like find myself scrolling, it's usually on Instagram. I don't really know why. I think it was just um my girlfriend like pressured me to get an Instagram and make a profile, so I did, and then I just find myself scrolling through it whenever I have some spare time. Nice, Emily. Like Instagram for me is like it's like unless you're like a super extroverted extroverted person, you're kind of forced into making one, being like, oh, what's your Instagram? And be like, I don't have one. Sort of like how you connect with people that you know in like real life. Yeah. Unless you have a massive meme meme account or something like that. But usually I just like things where I can just consume content but not actually like interact with anybody. Like say Reddit or YouTube. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. I like a lot of social media platforms. Um, If it isn't obvious, I am the social media manager. Um, But I think my favorite to do like recreationally on my own time is Instagram because I really just like seeing pictures of other people <laughs> and like what they're doing. <laughs> um, I just find it really entertaining. Um, but yeah, moving into our first segment, Noah, which would you like to talk about first? Um, I guess we can do the basketball game first. All right. Well, that's what I'm hyped for. Yes, we are very hyped for that. So why don't you tell us what's going on with basketball? Yeah, so Wright State basketball won the Horizon League tournament against NKU. A great game, 72-71. to 71. Uh, We talked about it last week. We showed, I showed uh, these guys some clips from the final moments of the game where Wright State took it. Uh, shot from Northern Kentucky, clanged off the rim, and as the ball hit the ground, students mobbed the court. It was an awesome scene. Uh, but now, after the selection show, Wright State's first game in the NCAA tournament will be against the Bryant Bulldogs, and they'll play for the 16th seed, and the winner of that will play Arizona in San Diego. So we'll see how that goes. But for now, let's take a look at the matchup uh, between Wright State and Bryant. Wright State is a team with a lot more mixed shooting. You have uh, top four guys or so um, in Tanner Holden, Grant Basile, Trey Calvin, and Tim Finke. 
Tim Finke hasn't been much of a shooter, but he's a really good defensive player. Um, so right say you kind of have three shooters to worry about. With Bryant, there's two players to worry about. The first one is a guy by the name of Peter Kiss. He's a senior and is averaging 25 points a game. For those of you who don't know how good that is, that's the best in the nation. Number one in points per game. Oh, wow. Every single Division One player in basketball. Number one. And he backs up his talk with a lot of trash talk. And what I mean by that is he has been uh, given, I believe, 12 technical fouls this year, which means if you get, imagine like a yellow card in soccer, where if you get two of them, you're out. Yeah. That's what a technical foul is in basketball. He's been given 12 technical fouls, and he's been ejected from games four times throughout this entire season. Holy cow. So he's a player that trash talks a lot of guys. Generally off the court, from what I've seen, he's a nice guy. but (laughs) But on the court, he gets aggressive, and if people trash talks, he is not scared to trash talk back, show off a little bit, and he has the numbers to back up his talk, scoring 25 points per game. They have another guard. Let's see if I can find him. Uh, his name is Charles Pride. He scores 18 points a game. And they have another guard named Adam Olida, who scores 10 points a game. So they're a team that score, that really focuses a lot on their big three scores. Off of that, if Wright State can limit those guys from scoring, they'll find success because nobody else on the team really scores that. But in Bryant, you've got to worry about Peter Kiss. He scores the number one points in the entire nation per game. He trash talks a lot, so maybe Wright State can get him a little aggravated and take him off his game. So we'll see. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm so excited that the game is at UD um, on yeah. Wednesday. I, I was uh, talking with sports people as soon as we won the Horizon League tournament that we might get lucky. And if we have a play-in game, um, it might be at UD Arena because the first four games are going to be in UD Arena until 2026. State made some kind of deal nice um i tried looking to see if i could get tickets to it last night and it doesn't yeah there's like nothing available to anybody well there's two things number one tickets sold out really fast yeah is the first thing and tickets from what i saw were really expensive i was seeing 750 dollar tickets yeah i saw that too and i was like um i like right state basketball but not that much i was gonna say (laughs) i I like right state basketball but i'm pretty sure you can get to the games on like true tv from home and yep. while it'll be a great atmosphere in UD Arena, I don't blame you if you don't want to drop $750 for a ticket. Oh, yeah. I'm sure somebody around here at Wright State will have some sort of watch party that a bunch of students can go to. Yeah, I imagine install. it'll be at, um, I think they do all the watch parties at Milano's, which is like the Italian yeah. place down the street. So if you're interested, they'll have it there or they'll have it in the student union or something. I would yeah. just watch Wright State socials and they'll probably have a, some kind of party for it somewhere. And we'll be posting updates on Guardian Sports Twitter and things like that. Of course. Keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Uh, moving on from basketball, we're going to jump into another sport. Uh, Noah, you've picked out, I wouldn't necessarily say a weird sport, but a very interesting and terrifying sport this week. Yeah, so I've done weird sports for a while, and I found that the ones that I enjoy talking about the most are either the ones that I would enjoy doing or the ones that kind of toe the line between weird and crazy. Mm-hmm. And so I, I took the weird and crazy angle uh, this week, and I basically like just punched straight through into the crazy side. We're going to be talking about a guy named Alex Honnold. And if you don't know who he is, uh, which I didn't know who he is until probably a few years back because I, I heard about him on some new shows and some podcasts and things like that, he is a free solo rock climber. What that means is when you think about a straight cliff face in the outdoors, he does all of his, he does training indoors, but he does all of his climbing and stuff outdoors. You have guys with ropes, you have guys with harnesses keeping you safe, making sure that if you fall, you won't actually you know, fall all the way down. Alex Honnold throws that out the window. This guy's a free solo climber, meaning he has no ropes, no harnesses, no nothing. If this guy falls, it's not like he gets injured. Like, the stuff that this guy does, if he falls, he's dead. There's yeah. no, <laughs> there, there, is, there is no substitute for it. I believe uh, I gave some pictures to Holly. I don't yeah. know if she has them up right now. 
But this is a picture of Alex. Oh, uh, I don't know if Emily can see it too well. Yeah, I, I can see it. You can see it? <laughs> yeah. This is a picture of Alex uh, climbing a cliff known as El Capitan in Yosemite National Park. If you don't know how tall it is, it's over 3,000 feet tall. This man climbed from the bottom to the top, no breaks. All the people that were around him were a camera crew that kept their distance from him, let him do his thing. If he fell there, he was dead. Yeah, these pictures, Noah sent me these pictures earlier, and I was like, ah, yikes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what, what I love about these images is, like, there, there's two things about it where these images are really beautiful images. Like, you, like if you get a chance to look at them and, and his ascent, it's a very beautiful scene, but it's a very scary scene where very whenever terrifying. I look at these photos, like, my hands start to sweat. Oh, yeah. Like, a little bit. Yeah. Like, thinking about him gripping on to the boulders. Um, so how he does this, there's a few separate ways uh, that Alex climbs. There's which there's one that is similar to like rock climbing, like a rock climbing wall that you would see where he finds gaps in the rocks where he can actually fit his hands through. And there yeah. are and there's another style of climbing, which Alex is an expert at, which is basically he finds a break in the rock where he can sl basically stick his hands in and keep his hands there and shimmy up the cliff. as he goes. That's terrifying. So, I mean, yeah. he's like free solo climbers are just insane, but they're basically just relying on their own strength and their like their hand and their foot strength yeah. to yeah. Yeah. prevent I, them done, from dying. <laughs> I've done rock climbing a few times and like of course never gotten really far, but it's like incredible how much like not just arm strength but leg strength you have to be have strength in pretty much your whole body. Oh, including, yeah. including have, your mind. Yeah, yeah, including your mind. You have to have just strength everywhere. It's not like um for say, if you're like a marathon runner, of course that takes a lot of will and and strength. But usually, it's like a lot. It's mostly in your legs, of course. But like, if you're a rock climber, you need to have like strength in all parts of your body. Yeah, and yeah. I think and I think one of the pictures that I sent you, Holly, shows the hardest part where he's not going straight up. He's actually going backwards and around like a boulder. Was one of the photos. Let me see if I can find that photo. Well, I, I it, isn't it, that one that's on. It's it basically now. where he's not going straight up, but he's going like backwards at like a forty-five degree angle. Like yeah, I think it's the one on your computer in front of you, right now. Holly. Yeah, the I'm trying to find it on here. But basically, the rocks end up making like a ninety-degree angle where he's able to actually incline. Like a, it's a pretty simple incline going up, but he has to grab and basically like angle his body completely backwards and climb all the way around. Yeah, that's insane. And at, at the point where he gets to the very edge of it, you can literally see him like like you would be when you're doing a chin-up, where he literally has his hands all the way up, and he has to pull himself up and try and come out of it. It's yeah. crazy. I, I've gone rock climbing a couple times, like indoor rock climbing, so right. like with just the fake little rock things. Um, And just the amount of like strength that it takes to do that with like somebody you know basically holding on to you yeah. um is incredible and so i can't even imagine like trying to go and do like rock climbing in general but free soloing yeah and the and the only thing that this guy brings with him is a bag of chalk to like keep his hands grip strength that's the only, yeah. that's, that's the only <laughs> thing that he brings with him like i maybe a bottle of water that's insane. I definitely would not be willing to try that. There's some there's some crazy human beings out there, and I'm just I'm just oh, yeah. I, I'm glad to be the one that talks about them rather than being the crazy human being that climbs a three thousand foot cliff. Yeah, 
I'll, I'll talk about them any day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. won't do it, but I'll talk about them, I'll, how I'll cool it is. I'm, I'm definitely fine with singing his praises. I'm, I'm good with that. Yep. All right. Well, uh, today I thought we would kind of go into a little bit of a debate. So I didn't give Emily or Noah much time to prepare on this, but there is a huge debate on TikTok currently about what there is more of in the world, wheels or doors. Um, and I've seen a lot of videos that are pro wheels, a lot of videos that are pro doors, and uh, people like argue this daily. And like people like I don't know if you know who Hank Green is, but he has chimed in several times on the oh, debate. Yeah. Oh, Hank Green made a video about yeah. it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> he's made several. Oh, um, and and a lot of people like there's been news sites that have talked about like the debate on wheels versus doors. Um, and so I kind of just wanted to bring that debate into the studio today and kind of talk about it a little bit and see what your guys' thoughts are. So if either one of you would like to start, you can, or I can start. So depends on what you define as what is a wheel and what is a door. That is a big, big part yeah. of the debate. And, like, is a wheel just something that is circular and you can roll? Or is it something, like, like you, like, when you're making it, you're like, this is a wheel, like, a tire or something on a toy car or just something part of a machinery or is it more general like that and like is a door just like you could technically call like some like in front of an entryway some like plant hanging down this is my door and like what what it, it's hard to say if you don't know like an exact definition yeah. so according to google a wheel is a circular object that revolves on an axle and is fixed below a vehicle or other object to enable it to move easily over the ground. So the wheel is a part of a machine. I, I think so. Okay. And a door is a hinged sliding or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building, room, or vehicle, or in the framework of a cupboard. Okay. So the biggest debate is like, people are like, well, if you think about cars, there's four plus tires on a car plus the steering wheel plus the spare tire and most cars don't have more than four doors uh, and a trunk but then people go into like well if you look at a building there's x amount of rooms there's x amount of doors you've got cupboards you've got safety deposit boxes you've got uh different like just many 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 different so things. I, I i think just like after thinking about it for a little bit, I want to say there's more doors. Okay. I want to say there's more doors. Because when I think about it, like, think about, like, New York City. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of cars, but there's going to be a lot of doors, so it might even out. I would say there might be a few more doors just because not everybody has a car. In, yeah. Like, some people might take the subway. But in a lot of a lot of other countries, like, for example, when you go to a lot of Asian countries, maybe Japan especially. Yeah. Nobody drives a car. Like, the, yeah, there's some cars, but there's not a lot of traffic. Everybody takes a subway, and there are buildings just built up into the sky. Okay. In there with doors everywhere. So I'm personally a pro-wheels gal. Okay. Me too. Um, okay. And so I think my reasoning is, is, like, if you look at an office building, like a huge building that's mm-hmm. several stories high, mm-hmm. in every one of those rooms is several office chairs. Mm-hmm on five or six wheels each so you've got all of those mm. office chairs within the building 
That's and true. Yes, there's a lot of doors in the building, but there, I think, are more wheels in the building. That's true, because I, I didn't think about it like that. Like, I just thought about, like, cars. I, yeah. I didn't think about it like that. Where, but like, then I... Because I, I was going to use the radio station as an example, but when we look, but when we look below us, we have how many wheels on each of our... Exactly. Yeah, and then we have doors. We have one, two, three, four, five, six doors in the radio station? I think so. Six mm-hmm. doors? But there's, there's five, like, 10, uh, 15, 20 just in this room. Yeah. So I thought it would. I thought it was going to be cars that like carry the. Wheels, I I don't. But it's, I but mean, it's office chairs. I think cars honestly mostly cancel out. I still think there's more wheels on cars though because you have two door cars, you have eighteen wheelers, you have that's buses, you have trucks that have more than yeah you have, four wheels. You have semis and stuff. But I don't know. I just thought like an apartment building. Like, yeah, an apartment building might have like ten doors throughout the apartment plus however many people live. Like I don't my know. Argument pro wheels is. I know they can both, like, doorways and wheels, they can both be, like, infinite, almost infinitely small. But doors are more likely to be, of course, bigger and, like, human size. Mm-hmm. So let's, but, like, there's much more, like, things, because wheels can be part of machinery. It's most likely yep. that you have a lot of smaller wheels in machinery rather than a bunch of smaller doors. And usually if you have a smaller like, if the things themselves are smaller, there's more likely to be more of them to take up less space. And, of course, we have a ton of machinery. Yep. And plus I, what you guys just said. <laughs> I've also seen, like, uh, well, you also have, like, skateboards and bicycles and rollerblades. Yep. Um, but then there's also, like, uh, Lego cars and Hot Wheels that all have wheels on the bottom. So those doors don't open. But does, you still have the wheels. Does a Ferris wheel count? <laughs> sure. Why wouldn't a Ferris wheel count? It rotates on an axle, I think. It does. But also, I feel like the doors to get the into doors the to, oh, baskets of the oh. Ferris wheel. So there's a bunch of doors on that, oh, too. So um, one of my favorite videos that I saw on TikTok, UPS actually posted a video about this. And they were like, we counted the amount of doors and wheels in, like, which I, I don't know if it was, like, all of their factories or, like, some of them. Okay. Um, but they have like huge platforms that have thousands of wheels on them that roll packages yeah. through it yeah. to where they need to go. And the, so they, let me see if I can pull up the video really fast because they actually put a number to it of, of how many how doors, many and, doors how many and how many wheels they have. Oh, and that's they're, so cool. I, they're pro wheels because Man, they want, had more wheels. I want, than like a pre- I want a presidential debate like this, you know? Like, I don't want people yelling at each other <laughs> over issues. I want, I want, I don't know. I want like Joe Biden to come out and be like, I'm pro wheels. That's what I want. <laughs> In my American politics. Yep. So. So they said, like, let's settle this. They have within their company. Seven thousand and six. Seven sixty eight thousand wheels and five hundred and ten thousand doors. So they have almost two hundred and fifty thousand more doors or wheels within their company alone. And I think most of it has to do with the fact that, like. So, like, if you can see that, that's the floor that has all the wheels that move it. Yeah. And let me wait for it to show, Emily. Yeah, and like I said, like, a lot of machinery is a lot of small wheels. Yeah. How do you think, do you think UPS, like, has a document of, like, how much of, like, stuff they own and, like, multiplied it by, like, how many wheels are on one? Do you think that's how they found that out? Where they're, like, we own. I don't know. Where they're, like, we own, like, 1,000 of those things. and And they multiply it by how many wheels are on each thing. Because I, I can't imagine that they sent, like, some poor intern to go count every <laughs> single wheel 
in their company. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they had it. There has to be like some document that UPS has where they're like, we own this many cars. I'm sure. I'm sure they have that. Yeah. They may have sent an intern to go look at that document, but uh, nonetheless, uh, they are they are team wheels, and <laughs> I have to agree with them. Um, I have seen some compelling arguments for doors, though, um, because like you have kitchens with cupboards and yeah. all of those are doors um and then somebody brought up well, that, like that, that PO was my boxes thought about like that was my thought about like apartments where yeah. when you have like a decent sized apartment like it'll have like maybe not a big kitchen but like a little kitchenette where you have like an oven door and you have cabinet doors and you have refrigerator doors yeah and then you have like PO boxes and safety deposit boxes and those are huge and you've got like mailbox doors um but even after i've seen all of those arguments i'm still team wheels I feel- but there are so many people on tiktok that are like team doors and there's also so many that are team wheels and people will like stitch videos together and debate each other on what what there's more of dude this is what and- i want politics to be man i don't want politics <laughs> to be like us screaming at each other like, from what i've seen like maybe i'm wrong but it doesn't seem like anybody's like screaming at each other and calling them like an idiot in it it just uh- seems like this is like um, I'd argue against that. Oh, really? I feel I like people yeah. I, people love to argue over petty stuff, and because this can never be proven, that makes it even worse. Yeah, I have <laughs> seen videos where, like, I and I'm not necessarily thinking these people are trying to be rude, but they do get very heated. Um, well, because, yeah, and, it, and, and Emily's right, it is something that you can't prove. Yeah. So there's no way to, like, settle the debate, so it just keeps going. It's like a cycle of calling each other stupid. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. But I think it's a really interesting debate. Well, it's fun. Um, So my last question for you guys today before we wrap this up is, what is your final stance on the wheels versus doors debate? I have to stick with doors. I have to. Really? I have to stick with doors. Okay. My gut is telling me, like, I I just think of apartment buildings where people live where maybe they don't have a car or they don't have a vehicle. Yeah. And they're living in an apartment with maybe, like, a full kitchen with refrigerator doors, cabinet doors, doors again to every single room in their house. I have to say doors. Okay. I'd have to say wheels. I'd have to agree with Emily on the wheels. I when I when I first heard of the argument, I was like, uh, wheels, duh. And then I started hearing like more arguments for doors and I was like, uh yeah, that makes a lot of sense, but I'm still gonna have to say wheels. I just I don't know. But it's interesting to see that like people have different thoughts of like what there's more of in the world, even though none of us can prove it. But thank you guys for participating in that debate today. <laughs> um, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I know. I sent it out with uh, very little notice, but I'm glad we had that discussion. thought it was really good. But that was the Raider Report for this week, and we will see you next week. My name's Holly, and thank you, Emily and Noah, for joining me today. Yeah. We'll see you later.